You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Hi, and welcome to episode 74 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. We had to do a couple takes on that because Amy said do it in your sexy voice. So I don't know if that's my sexy voice or if that's going to... I don't think I said that, but you definitely like lowered yourself a whole... Oh, I can go low, baby. Welcome to the podcast today. We got a good episode today. Anything we need to share before we jump in? We got some dang good emails this week with some really good feedback. So we just want to say thank you to those who send us emails and give us feedback. Good or bad, we'll take it all. Absolutely. Actually, it was all good this week, and they just said how much they love, how vulnerable we are, how straightforward we are, and yeah. Gave us, I, gave us, some, gave us uh, some good topics. Good topics that they want to hear. And so again, like we always say, uh, if you ever have anything you want us to discuss on future podcasts, shoot us an email and let us know. Her only advice was to be even more forward. I was like, whoa. I'm like, I don't want to do TMI, but... Going to get we- like... Maybe we need to throw it down and be like... Take it to R-rated instead of PG-13? No, she didn't mean that. No, I know. I'm just teasing. Like, be more... Like, like say it how it is. Like, people come to get help their marriage, but a lot of people are not willing to do the simple things. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. It's got to be straightforward, so... Anyways. Well, we thought this would be a fun episode today. Um, We're going to do eight bedroom routines to help couples to connect before bedtime. And we recognize that not all couples, you know, need to have routines. It's not one of those things where you have to have routines to have a good marriage. But for some couples, routines can be a really good thing, especially if they're struggling with finding time for intimacy or ways to to connect. It It seems like nowadays, especially... Um, the most important time to connect is in the bedroom, but we seem to do everything we can or integrate everything we can into our lives that make it so we don't connect in the bedroom. And even if you have kind of opposite routines, sometimes there are things that really do affect your sexual intimacy and intimacy in all areas. If you don't do them at night, yeah, at least once in a while. So these are good ones. And then, and we also did another poll. We're not going to spend much time on it today, but we'll share some answers of things that couples do do for their bedtime routine to create intimacy, Um, a couple stats on that, and then also things that couples wish their spouse would do at the bedtime. Yeah, and again, even if there's like one or two of these things um, that you implement in your marriage, uh, I think it'll it'll change a lot of things, right? For sure. So and we realize that everyone has different work schedules. Some people work graveyard shifts. I mean, we are just the boring work all day, go to bed at the same time, get up at the same time. We get that not everybody is like that. So it might be easy for us. I can't believe you just said boring. Our life is like an adventure. Actually, it's not very adventurous. <laughs> Sometimes it's very boring. But we try really hard to keep it exciting. That's right. <laughs> Which is the goal, right? That's right. That's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. 
All right, so let's jump in. So number one is go to bed at the same time. We see a lot of couples um, that where the wife might go to bed really early and the husband will stay up and watch a movie or TV or whatever. It How in the world are you ever going to have time <laughs> to connect if you're going to bed at different times? We understand or recognize that some people have different work schedules or night shifts or different things like that where they're not able to do that. But for couples that are able to do that, in your bedtime routine, go to bed at the same time. Don't don't have one stay up late, another one uh, going to bed early. Compromise. Maybe if you like totally different things at night and different schedules, maybe compromise. And okay, if you will snuggle me and be intimate and go to bed early with me tonight, I will stay up later tomorrow night and watch a movie with you. Yeah. Because marriage is all about compromise. Yep. And even if you just like... Act like you want to try and watch them, which half the time I fall asleep halfway through and then Nick shuts it off. But like, even if you're just trying. At least you're together, right? You're together. Yeah. So Amy and I, we, we typically always go to bed at the same time, but one, what, you know, maybe one night we'll watch a movie. Another night we'll just, I'll give her a back rub and we'll listen to, you know, something on our phone together or, you know, yeah. whatever. We're always trying to do something to connect, but we make sure we, we typically try to go to bed at the same time usually. And, you know, if someone can't go to sleep at the same time, then at least take that time intimately to connect before the early bird one goes to bed. Yeah. And then the other one can stay up and read the news or whatever they need to do. But at least, like, climb into bed and try to be intimate at least a certain amount of times per week. Agreed. The next one is shower together. You know what? People are going to, right now, people are thinking, I can't do that. My kids are still weak. I have teenagers. We still do. Yeah. Almost every other night, we still jump in the shower and our teenagers know, oh, mom and dad, it doesn't, they know that it's not sexual. Half the time they walk in and hear that we're both in the shower talking, talking only. Yeah. Even if you are in the, like, I think most people think, oh, showering together. You're you're automatically going to have sex. No. Showering together, we climb into the shower, sit half the time in the shower and talk for an hour. Okay. I don't want to say that we waste that much water. 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, an hour sometimes, (laughs) and we discuss our day and our next day and just lovely, lovely things. So it it doesn't always mean that you're being intimate in the shower. It means that you're creating emotional intimacy in the shower before you get out. So tell your kids it's fine. A lot (laughs) of times we'll, uh, we'll shower together and talk and then we'll be intimate after we shower. Not always. Not No, not yeah. always, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. Sometimes like, it doesn't lead to anything. Sometimes we just want to shower together and correct. save water. Correct. We're saving water. Yeah, but that is really a good way to have great discussions just in a relaxing atmosphere. Like, try it. It's actually very enjoyable, and that's one of the reasons we do it all the time is that's that time to connect, right? Right. Right. Number three, spend at least 30 minutes together in bed before falling asleep. So rather than just jumping in bed and falling asleep, you know, this could be watching a movie, snuggling, uh, giving your spouse a back rub. Reading your scriptures together. Yeah, sitting and talking about certain things or just just being together. Um, so many couples, and, and, and we're guilty of this as well sometimes. Sure. Yeah. So many couples jump into bed, immediately grab their phone. Both of them have their phones and they're just watching movies, reading the news, killing killing time before they go to bed and there's no talking there's no connection which is sometimes okay which is sometimes okay exactly sometimes okay but i would think for the most people they probably get in a routine to where they're doing that every night yeah 
Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. If you're in that routine where you're stuck and you're just on your phones all night, and we're going to talk about this at the, in the poll because I would like to dive a little bit more into the whole cell phone in the bedroom thing. But yes, this is a very precious time. If you've been busy and you both have opposite schedules all day long, you have to treat this time as sacred Well, we talk for your about, marriage. We talk about this all the time that the average couple gets less than 10 minutes a day of good conversation connecting with each other. Mm-hmm. So this is a time that you can get in bed and have have that good conversation or just just connect hug each other kiss each other snuggle whatever yep uh the number the next one number four is to make love to each other as often as possible i like that one i thought you were gonna say that one because you probably would have done a better job make love every night it has to be a routine we're just kidding we're just (laughs) kidding doesn't happen here but maybe it does at your house that'd be awesome making love with your spouse before sleeping can actually relieve you of stress and put you in the best frame of mind to sleep. We yeah. talked about the benefits of sex. And it helps with sleep and anxiety and stress. And so how many how many of you hop into bed, get on your phones, just browse through and you're just killing time and then you go to bed. And that's kind of your nighttime routine. Again, think of think of that time. You could be making love, you could be, you know, connecting in some other way or talking. So you're going to sleep better and you're going to be con- more connected the next day, which yeah. is a win-win for everybody. And I know for some people it takes time to get in the mood to make love, but make that a priority in your marriage. Absolutely. Um, number five. Was that all you had to say about that? I think so, yeah. That's all <laughs> I thought I you'd have a lot that. more to say about that. Well, no, I, I, I think that should be number one on the list and mandatory. It should be... You have to make love every night as part of <laughs> That's so funny. Everyone's laughing right now. Funny. Um, after our last poll last week, I think our average people were two to three times a week, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty awesome. So, number, um, number five, don't bring your electronics or work into the bedroom. Now, we're guilty of this. We, we have our electronics in the bedroom. I would say we, we don't use them every single night or we're not. And we don't feel disconnected. So if that works for your marriage, fine. We're not like saying you have to change that to have a good marriage. Yeah. We have a great marriage. We have an amazing marriage. And we take our phones in the bedroom. And we'll, we'll talk at the end why a lot of people say that they do. But we're totally same reasons. Alarm clock, in case the kids needs us. Playing the ultimate intimacy game. I only got one response on that because they keep it in their rooms because of our app. Yeah. And I was I like, what? Why is like, everybody not answering yeah, that should be one? like 99%. And the reason I created the app was because I'm like, people are already addicted to their phones. You might as well strengthen, strengthen your marriage while you're on it. So maybe make the goal that if you're going to take your electronics in the bedroom, you have, you have to, to, to use app, 10 yeah. minutes of the app. Absolutely. That doesn't mean the sex game or anything like that. That means using the conversations or playing truth or dare or just reading a nice article together to help your marriage. Yeah. But so many couples are addicted to their phones throughout the day. I mean, so many couples are, how do I say this in a nice way, um, attractive, attracted to their phones. So Attracted to their phones? Yeah. So they, they want to be connecting with their phones rather than their spouse sometimes. Uh, that's a good way to put it. And You so, should probably have plenty of time during the day to be on your phone that you can give up 30 minutes a exactly, night. Exactly. So maybe like reevaluate your time spent on your electronics absolutely sometimes when you just sit back and look at like really pay attention to that for a day you're like wow i really am addicted and i think everybody is addicted yeah i have a timer on my phone that sometimes will tell me how much time i've spent throughout the day and i'm like really i've spent that much my i've probably already said this before but my kids laugh because my if i'm on 
Pinterest or social media or anything or YouTube, it doesn't matter what it is. I have a 30 minute time limit and it pops up and it's like, would you like to add more additional like a, like I'm 10 years old, you know? And my kids are like, why do you have restrictions on your own phone? I'm like phone because adults are addicted too. Sometimes even worse than kids. Sometimes. Yeah. Like the older generation. I laugh. I feel like they are. So unless you need it for something, try to try to limit the use of uh, electronics in your, in your room, especially work and things like that. That can wait. Yep. It can wait. Uh, number six is don't let your kids or toddlers sleep in your bed. That's a way to kill intimacy. That'll kill it. Um, I'm surprised Nick didn't add dogs since we have three. I, I just about put that, but I thought, you know, I, I might get in trouble for that. Um, <laughs> just look back and like, I, we weren't the kind of parents that allowed that. I'm like, there was nights where they didn't feel good and I would snuggle them or whatever, but I would usually cuddle them back to bed, go put them back in their bed. There's a lot of parents that let their kids come climb into bed and just sleep with them every I'm night. I'm sorry. You're never going to have morning sex in your life. If that's the case, and you're probably not going to be intimate at night because kids usually go to bed earlier. So that's got to go bye-bye. Yeah. Keep the kids out of the room. and Your marriage is more important. Sorry. So, yeah. So how do we relate this to our dogs? I don't know because I love my dogs dogs, when they're tiny. They're like kids, so maybe we should try keeping the dogs out of the bed too. They just sit at the bottom and leave us alone. Dogs are fine. (laughs) I'm on the dogs are fine side. Nick's on the dogs are not fine side. So not sure what side you're on, but... Talk about it in your marriage. Make sure that it's not ruining your marriage. Number seven, set boundaries for your bedroom, such as a curfew. Now, I I told Amy, I was like, this is something we need to do because our kids come in our room all the time. It doesn't matter what hour of the night they're in and out of our room. And I, I'm like, hey, we need to set a time to like they're banned from our room, like a curfew. Like at certain time, our door is closed. You're... You're off limits. We have teenagers. That's like midnight. Yeah. We do have a curfew. It's midnight. It is? (laughs) I don't think they've ever used their... They've never come in after midnight. So, you know, if you have kids, especially if they're a little older at our age, it's okay to set boundaries and let them know that at a certain time, your room's off limits. I mean, they have all day to talk to you, but at a certain time, the bedroom becomes yours and... And we're pretty open with our kids. You're like, you want to know what's going to happen if you walk in our room when the door's locked stuff you're not gonna want to see you're gonna be scarred for life (laughs) that's right you're gonna see things you don't want to see but so yeah set boundaries uh be be strict on that your bedroom should be a sanctuary yeah that should be a time for you and your spouse a place to connect a safe place um so set set boundaries and let your kids know those boundaries and why you have those boundaries that's good That takes a lot of communication, so make sure you talk about it as a couple. Uh, Number eight is pray together. Prayer can be an amazingly powerful way to connect as a couple. Amen. 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 Let's end it. Yeah. Don't need to say anymore. (laughs) No, No. it's like for real, though. Like, that's a good... It's important to either... I mean, you're probably going to say your personal prayers, so... Yeah. Together is... Well, we talk about this often, like, you know, with everything, all the craziness going on in the world and all the things that are attacking marriages, to be able to pray together, have that connection, that bond, um, go to God and ask for his help is a very, very important thing and something that, you know, if you really want to strengthen your marriage, um, you know, that's something you should do together. So those are the eight things, the bedtime routines that uh, we believe can really help your marriage. So let's... Let's share some of the poll uh, answers that we got. We I thought that some of those were really good. Yep. So, 
I am just Amy pulling. loves the pulls. I just love um, that you guys want to be involved in our podcasts and I just, I like getting a variety of answers and things that you guys think people can do better or things that you do better. I like to involve our audience. I just think it's, I don't know. It's great. So thank you for everyone who goes on Instagram and answers our polls. So I asked, um, yesterday, this is a 24 hour survey and we got a lot of response on this one. Um, I asked, do you have a nighttime ritual as a couple? Um, 32% said yes and 68% said no. So, um, almost 70% do not have a nighttime ritual as a couple. Yeah. That's got to be affecting marriage. Yeah. Kind of like we said before, some couples don't really need it. You know, if they're, if, how do do I say this? Um, if, if they're able to control how much they're on technology and manage all these different things, some couples don't need it. But I I think for the most part, most couples do need it. And I would say you and I included, like there's things that we could do to, uh, make our routines a little bit better as well. But I mean, I think we do a good job, but yeah. So, um, the question with that one I asked was what things do you do at bedtime to create more intimacy? So these are the things that couples answer that they're already doing. So some of the answers were things that we already said, um, pray together. We pray together every night before bedtime. There was a few of those. Um, every night we have conversations, connections. We always go to bed together. We always kiss goodnight. Um, one guy said, my love gets a foot rub basically every single night. That guy's a stud. What a stud. Way he's, to go. He's probably getting a lot of intimacy as well. Sexual intimacy. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's given the right kind of foot rub. That's right. <laughs> um, back rub and then for me and then we cuddle. Um, we always brush our teeth together. Cuddles. Always kiss goodnight before and after lights out. Um, let's see. We eat a bowl of ice cream together and give each other foot rubs, and we call them couch talks. That's, That's their awesome. nightly thing. That's pretty awesome. Um, a couple people have said conversation starters. Um, a few. There's more answers for praying together. Let's see. I put my phone on the nightstand to charge and leave it there. So they just, even though their phone's in the room to charge, they put on silent and stop yeah. paying attention to it. We ask each other about our favorite part of the day every single day, and then we pray together. That's a good thing. That's I a like great that. one. That would be a good one to do. Someone else said, shower together and then go to bed at the same time together. I love that a lot of people get to do that, and that's awesome. It is a good way to connect, for sure. Um, we always cuddle once we are in bed. Um, this one's shocking. We both have a bath at night. Wow. Together? Wow. Maybe like kind of same as shower. I don't know that you would do that with me, but shower's great. Bath's great. Uh, this one's get ready for bed, scratch each other's backs, legs, arms, massage every night. They touch. They touch. That's the key word. Yeah, There's a lot of these answers are they touch each re- other. Regardless of what they're doing, they're touching and connecting and spending time together. Physical intimacy right there creates emotional intimacy, which creates more sexual intimacy. So there's just a few of those answers. And then the next question I asked was, do you take your phones in your bedroom? 90% said yes. 10% said no. So yeah, most couples do, which is fine. We are one of those. Um, I said, what would you like your spouse to do at bedtime to create more intimacy? So these are things that people wish their spouse would do. Um, I would like more pillow talk before, instead of scrolling on Instagram, I would like my spouse to take the lead and initiate more. Oh, shocker. That was what Nick would say. 
Did you answer that one? That was me. I put it under a different name. I think I was like Frank or something. (laughs) Funny. Um, Leave the phone out of bedtime. Okay, listen to all these answers. Put the phone away. No phones. Pay more attention to me than the phone. Initiate cuddling conversations. Normally it's me initiating those things. More kissing. I wish we could sleep naked more often. Come to bed naked. More cuddling. Those were probably mine as well too. Cuddle. Cuddle more. Initiate more. (laughs) I wonder if those are men. Um, get in bed earlier so there's more time to be awake together before my husband gets too tired. Um, sometimes phones are good. Some people say we use, um, our phone to play music or play the app. That's awesome. That's connecting. A lot of the other answers were all still, I wish my husband wasn't on his phone. I wish my wife wasn't on his phone. It's a big deal. So because of those answers, I then asked another question. If your intimacy is struggling... Keyword, if it's already struggling, what is keeping you from having a no cell phone rule in your bedroom? Um, Some of these answers are sad. Husband's too addicted. Wife's too addicted. Addiction. um, Lack of self-control. Let's see. A lot of them were obviously alarm clocks. We use the phone for music, ultimate intimacy app. Um, my kids just emergency. We have older kids, stuff like that. I get that. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of the answers were we can't, we have to because of work, like on call work kind of stuff, which is fine. Yeah. Totally understandable. Um, the key is, is just not, not browsing and just letting your phone take up all the time if you don't need to. Right. Yeah, like just a lot of these answers, or I just wish my spouse would put their phone down and connect more with me. So that's that's done, the struggles people are having. And we've done a previous podcast on technology and talked about all of those things and the statistics and the addiction and things like that. It's a big thing, and it's I think it's deal. only getting worse. For sure. So I think I think we find that a lot of people are not connecting um, as much, and it's a lot because of their their phone and the addiction to technology. So. So after this episode, if you feel like there's a couple things that maybe you could just try to be better in an easy way is to either have your spouse listen to a podcast or just say, I'd like to have a conversation on this. Um, be direct about it. You got to express your feelings to your spouse when you're struggling in one area. And this is a great area that a lot of couples, whether it's the husband or the wife, um, feel very second to technology and stuff yeah whatever it is that can cause a lot of resentment video games news like whatever it is that you do to unwind just those things are never bad until you are so addicted that you always put them before your spouse yeah Yeah, just just be aware of how much time you're spending doing that and talk about you know be open with your spouse like hey what if we try this or what if we try this let's try a new let's try a new nightly bedtime routine let's i mean if, if both spouses are getting the emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy that they need, and you talk about it, then it's going to be good. Be Absolutely. Marriage can be amazing. So. Absolutely. Anyways. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, until next time, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship.